Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast. I uh, made that other episode about understanding the alignment of your root chakra, your nirodhara, and I'm going to try to make an episode right now about understanding the alignment of your sacral Shvarishthana chakra. Uh, I said I'm going to attempt it because my baby Amelia is sleeping and she might wake up and she's been teething and not feeling good. So if she wakes up, I'm going to have to go give her cuddles. And also there's like a bunch of kids outside being really loud. So uh, if you hear that, some kids yelling, there's just kids playing outside. Or uh, yeah, so let me let me get into it. Um, so your sacral chakra is your center of creation. Uh, this is where creation energy comes from, your ability to cre- create anything, think of any idea. This can be taken as like creating art and being creative in an artistic sense, but also just like finding the desire and motivation and will to create anything, to, to do any project, like me creating this podcast right now, um, which I mean arguably could be called art, but I guess anything could be art, <laughs> but you know, creating anything, like you like finishing something for school or like finishing something for your work or creating um, an idea or creating even a person, I mean, that's a huge part of it, your womb and your womb energy, um, your, I like to call it my uterverse, like uterus universe your universe because i truly believe that within every woman's universe is an entire universe where life comes from and it's this magical place and if you've been pregnant you totally know what i'm talking about with your universe like crazy stuff goes on in there (laughs) so this is like your center of creation so it is creativity like art expression where emotion lives and indulging into pleasure which sexual energy does live here but also non-sexual pleasure and also just like physical connection in other ways this is where dancing and moving your hips lives and swimming and uh, your sacral is connected to the moon so moon energy lives within your womb in your uterus the moon is connected to your cycle so we all cycle with the moon whether you're male or female or um uh, whatever, or, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying this is the only, whatever you, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting lost in <laughs> what I just said, I don't want to, like, disclude anybody, but, um, basically what I'm saying is, so, women, uh, um, who get their period, they, uh, have a cycle that is similar to, and sometimes does line up with the cycles of the moon, but if you don't have that cycle, like that innate, like if you don't bleed and menstruate, you can still actually follow. If you you may have heard a lot of people talking about syncing with your cycle and like the different phases of your cycle. So if you're a woman who doesn't get your period or um, like for a variety of different reasons, like perhaps there's just a lot of reasons why you might not get your period. Or if you're a man and you want to connect with the moon too and get in tune with these cycles, you can, instead of connecting it with the cycles of your body, because maybe you don't get your period and you can't uh, feel or see or sense that, you can connect with the cycles of the moon in the same way. 
and still use those techniques and the energy will still help you um to a degree but that's kind of a little tangent i just went off on but yeah the sacral energy it connect is water too so like the element is water um the color is orange it connects you to the moon so a person with an aligned sacral chakra oh also let me just real quick your sacral chakra is developed uh, when you are about six months old until two years, like around that age. And also I've heard that um, every seven years is like another thing. So like for the first, until you're seven, like that's like your root chakra. And then until you're 14, that's like your sacral chakra. So I think um, take both of those timelines with a grain of salt and see how it applies to you. I think that they probably are both true, but in different ways. So, like, the six months to a year thing, I think, like, subconsciously, that's really, like, the events and the what was going on with you and your family and where you were living and everything at that, that time is, like, really precious and that, like, is what, um, like, those events are living in your sacral chakra. But also, for the ages of 7 to 14, that makes a lot of sense that that's when your sacral, like, your sexual and creation energy would be developing as well. So they both make sense, and I'm sure they both apply in different ways. Um, so somebody with an aligned Svarishthana has a healthy relationship with sex. They feel comfortable in their own body. They feel comfortable pleasuring themselves and giving pleasure to others. And they have a healthy, balance, um, a healthy balanced sex life. This person is creative. Uh, perhaps an artist, but not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, everyone is an artist, in my opinion. But they're just creative, and you can easily think of new ideas and ways to express yourself. You're comfortable feeling into your emotions and able to express emotions openly, like with yourself and with others. And you're just able to like identify and feel emotions within yourself. You have a good control over your own emotions and how you're feeling you have a really strong connection to the moon and also to the ocean so the ocean and the moon are really interconnected it's the moon energy and ocean energy is like the same kind of energy if uh like water is ocean oceany and moon that flowy energy because the moon does affect the tides that's common knowledge but they have the same energetic signature whereas like the sun and the earth are more connected to one another and um, this person who has an aligned sacral chakra indulges in pleasure in a really healthy way and they're not afraid to ask for what they want and they attract abundance like they ask for what they want and they receive what they want so now i'm going to start talking about more of misalignment and how that could come about so like i said like i said your uh, Swadesh dana is developed in between six months and two years or between seven and fourteen um so events happening during that time will affect it Ooh, amelia's waking up maybe maybe not hi bug how are you she seems happy. I think I can keep going. Hi. Okay, so. 
So when you're misaligned in your sacral chakra, if you're deficient, you might be extremely celibate, really embarrassed talking about sex. Like you're you're not open at all. You can't really discuss it or you don't feel comfortable in your own body or pleasuring yourself and you don't feel comfortable being naked around others. Hi, Bego. It's okay. Um, whereas when you're excessive in your sacral chakra, this is when maybe you manipulate and use other people in sex and you maybe are having too much sex and you're too open and you're too ready to share about it and you're too, you're just like completely the other way. You're just overly sexual. This is like where sex addiction is like the very extreme of it. When you're deficient in your misalignment for your sacral chakra, you might not be original at all. Like, you can't really express or create anything. You can't express yourself in anything. You have a hard time coming up with ideas. You can't just, like, draw something or doodle or allow your creativity or your expression to flow because you're not tapped into it. So you don't feel like you have any creation energy inside you, maybe. Whereas somebody really excessive can be overly expressive to a point where it's like negatively impacting them or those around them, just overly expressing where maybe you're like going over the top where it's not even really who you are anymore. You're just kind of trying to express yourself in any way, but it's not really expressing who you are. You're just overly like like being eccentric in not necessarily a negative way, but just when you're really eccentric. Or also, this can be expressed excessively as creating a lot, like continuously starting new projects. Oh, it's okay, Bogo. Hey. Oh, you're okay. But just um, starting new projects, but never really finishing anything. So just like creating a lot, but never being able to actually fully finish creating it. Somebody deficient um, may have a fear of the ocean. They don't feel connected to the ocean at all. They're scared of water, scared of fish, scared of sharks. or um, And like they have a fear of space as well because space and the ocean is the same energy. Like I was saying, the moon and the ocean is connected. So the same energy of space is like space is the ocean. And they also... Um, just disregard the moon, they don't respect the moon, aren't connected to the moon, they disregard the cycles of the moon, they're maybe not in tune with their own cycle. Perhaps in women this can manifest as not getting your period at all um, or having an irregular cycle, whereas excessive can be when you're overly trusting of the ocean and the moon and maybe you worship the moon to the point where you like religiously do a rituals and, and um, different kind of moon and different kind of moon um, rituals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to say something? Say hi. <laughs> Amelia is getting excited about the podcast. Okay, so, oh my, and then like overly trusting the ocean can kind of go sour when you're Overly trusting the ocean when you go swimming and, like, there's a huge storm or something or you just <laughs> don't pay attention to the weather, the changing of the tides and the waves. And instead of 
listening to your instinct and tuning into yourself and the rest of the world around you. You're just overly trusting the ocean and just letting it consume you, which can be taken very literally, or you could take that very, like, metaphorically and apply it to different parts of your life, not just, like, literally being in the ocean. So people who are really deficient and misaligned, they can't really feel or express their emotions so they have a hard time feeling anything or when they do feel they can't express it or when they do express their emotions, it's kind of in the wrong way. Whereas like when you're excessive, you kind of feel everything all the time, like way too much and you can't regulate it. And you're very expressive, very dramatic, um, very like in people's face about how you feel. But it might not even be really how you feel. You're just like overly feeling and you're not really connecting truly to like how you're actually feeling. You're just allowing it to over, over, um, overcome you. Now, in terms of pleasure, someone who is deficient will restrict pleasure to the point where it's unhealthy. Like they never get let themselves eat their favorite dessert, or they don't ever have sex, like I was saying, or they don't ever masturbate, or they don't ever, um, they don't ever just go outside for a walk or do anything just for pleasure. Muncho, sorry, she was grabbing my headphones. Hope <laughs> it didn't make you all crackly. But they they don't do anything for pleasure, and they never ask for what they want. I'm sorry, she keeps hitting it. They never ask for the, what they want. So if you don't ask for what you want, you you can't expect to receive what you want. Whereas somebody excessive lives for pleasure, and they are only seeking pleasure all the time. They they don't live in balance really. They're just always trying to do things and find things to make themselves feel good and they ask for way more than what they want so they're always asking for all this stuff but they don't really want any of it so I don't know if I went over this but guilt is the is what lives within the sacral chakra so guilt is like the theme of the trauma that resides within your sacral chakra. Any guilt that you're holding onto for any reason is living and blocking and messing with the energy within your sacral chakra. So, so learning about that, thinking about what you may be guilt, like maybe it's really obvious to you right now, like, oh, I know what it is that I'm guilty about or like what I feel guilty about. Or maybe you have to do a bit of searching and discovering and thinking maybe like there is something that you think subconsciously you might be feeling guilty about that's living there but it also could be any of the other misalignment reasons any trauma related to any of the things that I talked about is what can live here it doesn't just have to be around guilt but guilt as an emotion lives within this chakra so any guilt you're feeling is living here and blocking you here and that's really all the information I wanted to go over in my lesson. And yeah, I just made this podcast to help me see hi. My baby is so cute. I just wanted to speak out loud this lesson before I actually record it for my course because it helps me kind of process um, the information and like go over it and kind of get how I'm going to teach it. So let me know. Send me a message on Instagram if this was helpful or if there's anything you would um, change, any more information about 
this topic that you would want me to add like if you were if you were a student you probably are one of my students when you're a student in my course if there's any more information about this chakra and the alignment of this chakra that you think I should add to this lesson about understanding your alignment go ahead and send me a dm on instagram at sage chakra yoga what i'm actually doing is when you are enrolled in the course so i'm making a lesson that's going to be about what i just talked about in the course but it's also going to have a workbook underneath it with um, questions to help you dig deep into your specific chakra like your svadhisthana and help you determine in your energy system like where these blocks are coming from and what stored guilt, stored trauma, uh, repressed emotions that you may have here. So it's going to help you really dig deep into that. And thank you for listening. So yeah, if you have any feedback, send me a message. And if you wanted to take the entire course, which is going to go through each of your seven main chakras, you're going to learn how to understand the alignment of your chakras, what an aligned chakra looks like and a misaligned chakra looks like, and how to apply that to your own energy system, your chakras, and understand that in yourself. And then I have tools in place in the course for you to heal and bring yourself into alignment, into harmony, which brings you into harmony and the rest of the world into harmony. But basically, <laughs> my baby's being so funny. Um, <laughs> What you, what I have in my course is different mindfulness practices, including yoga, which is yoga, meditation, pranayama, which is breath work. All of these things are yoga, but sometimes people don't know that they are all yoga. But yeah, I have all these different modalities of healing and practices for each specific chakra in my course for you to learn about and practice and heal yourself. What do you think? Yeah? Yeah? What do you think, Mancho? Uh, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. And yeah, I'll leave the link for my course if you wanted to sign up. If you're listening... <laughs> If you're listening to this when it comes out, like when I make this episode, I, I only have the root chakra part of the course finished right now, but that's why you can pre-order the course, access the root chakra um, section, and you get a huge discount. So it'll be $222.22 is the price. Whereas if you're listening to this in the future, once the course is finished and launched and out there, it's $888.88, unless you're listening to this way, 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 way in the future once I've updated it and relaunched it because the price might go up, but I mean, <laughs> I guess I didn't have to add all of that. I know. I just, I never really, I love podcasting. I've been doing it so much the past few days. Yeah, I've been doing it because it's really... Fun. I'm just sitting here talking to myself and I'm honestly probably not even going to listen to this recording. I'm just going to upload it and you're my friend and I had a conversation with you and I'm never going to like worry about it. And I mean, unless you want to like have make this a two-way conversation, <laughs> you can send me a voice memo or just a text on Instagram at Sage Chakra Yoga 
yeah, if you have any questions about your chakras or my course or if you want to be my friend, and we can travel the world together and practice yoga and heal and play with my baby because she's really cute. Yes, you are. You're a cute baby. Oh, my. You okay? <laughs> oh, it's all right. Okay, we're going to go. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to the universe, and be kind to all life everywhere. Namaste.